0: This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E.
1: TL Talk Radio Season 5, Episode 18. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 18 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn funy and Randy Ziegenfoos, where our goal is to engage you in learning motivate you to share your work and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziganfoos.
2: And I'm Lynn feeney Good morning, Randy. Happy
1: Monday. Happy
2: Monday. So today we're speaking with Andrew Murata, principal of Port Jervis High School, Port Jervis, New York, and author of The Principal, Surviving and Thriving, and creator of the podcast, Education, Leadership, and Beyond. Husband, father, principal, Division One college basketball official, professional speaker and developer, Andrew Morata balances his busy lifestyle and now shares with you the tips, tricks, procedures, and methods he uses to make it work. Take one or all of the tips in his book and make them your own. And this morning, we're going to talk about that book with Andrew.
1: All right. So welcome to the podcast, Andrew. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Lynn. And thank you so much for having me. All right. So let's start our conversation today with a personal story about why you developed this book, The Principle, Surviving and Thriving.
3: Well, again, Randy and Lynn, thanks so much. Uh, Before we get to the story, number one, I have been listening to your podcast uh, for about six months here. And uh, your content is great. Your questions are great. and, And the guests are great. So I really do appreciate it. Some of the things recently you've had on have really impacted my work at school. Uh, where we're going to implement some of the things that, that you talk about with your guests, uh, specifically the school design and the, uh, the innovation uh, guests that you had on uh, the Z generation schools there. So uh, really, really great stuff. Um, and the second thing, when there is a spelling contest for last name of <laughs> podcast hosts, uh, I think you guys are going to take the title. there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the kind the kind words and feedback. It
1: can go beyond spelling too. It can just be pronunciation. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, as as uh, you told us, you know, you gave us a good way to remember your your name prior to uh, starting our recording here. A lot of Murata. So. We just need that catchy phrase, Randy.
1: (laughs) I'll let you to think that up.
3: For those that work with me, they know it's true. Um, But, Randy, to go to your question about the the story about the book, um, a good friend of mine is Dr. Rob Gilbert. He's a, a sports psychologist and professor at Montclair State University. He invited me to speak to his class a couple of years ago. And I went and presented about, you know, principal leadership, uh, being a college basketball official and kind of balancing all those things. And when I left, he gave me 10 books. Two of them were his own. And then other ones were resources just of guests he's had or uh, different people he's had in the class. And he said to me, where's yours?
1: Uh-huh. I
3: said, Doc, I, I, I don't have a book. I'm a, I'm a principal. I'm a ref. I'm a father. I'm, I'm really busy. I can't do it. And he said, Andrew, you're an expert in your field. You should have a book. And he said, just start writing it. You know, just start. He said, tomorrow at work, write down all the things that you do to make you a great principal. Um, and he said, just start doing that. Uh, and on the way home, I, I, got, I got ADD. I want to start. I want to start yesterday. On the way home, in my, in my mind, I uh, was kind of thinking about those things. So even in the car, uh, I did a voice recording, and I had 30 things just in the car. Wow By the end of the school day, the next day, I had ninety things, and then I said, "You know what? I do have something here." and I just started writing them down, and then a year later we had uh, we had the principal surviving and thriving
1: and that's that's good advice actually for anybody to um just get started on something and and don't wait for the best time to do it. just if you got an idea just put put a little bit of time in and see see how much sticks and and get moving on and it and that sounds like that's what you did.
3: Mm -hmm. correct correct yeah just start it right that's the most difficult thing is getting started so let's talk
2: a little bit about how your book is organized um, including some of the features you have the quick tips and some reflective narrative and um, case study stories so how did you how is it organized for our listeners who can't see it um, and may want to pick it up and you know why did you decide to organize it in that way
3: Good question, Lynn. Um, You know, a lot of people told me that that certainly know me. They said, Andrew, it sounds like you're reading the book to me. I wrote it in a very personal way. Uh, It is not uh, filled with case studies and stats and things like that, but it's more stories um, and and real life things, right? When you go to leadership classes, some are filled with deep philosophy and uh, um, strategies, things like that um, that are that are not tangible. These are very tangible things and real things. Um, so the, the book is broken up, I would say really about um, your leadership, relationships, your culture, uh, engaging the community, things you could do with the community, your own personal organization. Sometimes as a high school principal, you feel like you're working in an emergency room, right? where things are just barging into the office and situations and, and, you know, it's not an emergency room. So you have to maintain organization and things like that. And then lastly is your, your self, your self wellness. Are you taking care of yourself in that role? Because kind of like the theory of the uh, oxygen mask in the airplane, if you're not taking care of yourself first, you can't take care of others uh, and you could get dumped on pretty quickly in that role role so you have to take care of yourself and there's a lot of things in there about stress management and and personal wellness including wearing comfortable shoes i i wear i wear sneakers to work with with a suit and tie uh cuz i want to take care of my feet and, and be on the go
1: so let's uh have you share some of your favorite most memorable kinds of tips and let's start let's look at that through the lens of new principles so what are some of the things that you share in your book that you'd like to share here on the podcast focused on uh, leaders in that new role—the new role, of the principal.
3: Yeah, and Randy, and that's something that I'm learning with the book. That people are are finding it—it it is a great source for for new principles. Uh, the first thing I would say is, you know, to develop relationships. Um, I share a story in there. Um, you know, it was actually ten years ago. I had lost my dad after the New York City Marathon, and. Uh, we had done the marathon together. If you do want to watch it, it's on YouTube. You can type in Joe Maratta marathon. It's a powerful, um, uh, just kind of story of my dad's journey there. And so we lost my dad at the end of the marathon. And so that was Sunday night, uh, just around this time of year, early November. And I was out the whole next week. Uh, as you can imagine, I get back to work. There was probably 60 voicemail messages on there. Um, uh, so it was early the following Monday and, and I played the message and it was from my superintendent and he, it, you know, it was probably six thirty in the morning. And he said, Andrew, I just wanted to check about the marathon and you and your dad. Uh, obviously he didn't know my dad had passed away. Uh, but I saved that message on my voicemail probably for two or three years. Um, and it just impacted me, you know, Dr. Z, you're a, you're a superintendent and, and, the focus on caring for your people and developing relationships is so important. Uh, so as principal, I try to do that for my staff and my students and my parents to let them know you care, right? It goes back to that old saying, they don't care, care how much, you know, unless they know how much you care. Uh, and I share that story of my former superintendent, John Exanthus. just that phone call, right? It took him a minute on a Monday morning but I was top of mind. I was there. He knew it was important for me doing that, that thing with uh, my dad, the, the marathon. And he left that message. Um, and so that, that's one thing is focus on the relationships with people. You can't influence teachers to, to get better or you can't make recommendations for teachers if they don't really believe in you and they don't know you're being authentic. Um, and how do you do those things? You focus on your relationships uh, with your staff uh, and students. The other thing I would say in the book, I share a lot of stories about having positive energy, right? You're the heartbeat. You're the pulse of the school. If I get on the announcements early on a Monday morning and I don't have energy in my voice, if I, you know, if it's a gloomy day out sometimes here in the northeast, that weather this time of year, it's like, you know, thank God we just moved the clocks back because it was so dark in the morning but I ratchet up that energy early in the morning. So the kids get energized and people get excited about school. Um, And, and so having energy each and every day is, is something that's important. Uh, And the last thing I would say for, for new principals, again, is to take care of yourself. Are you getting enough rest? Are you eating well? Are you bringing water and food to school? Like, Because I'm a food planner, right? I'm eating every two, two and a half hours. If I'm a a school leader and I didn't bring lunch, and now all of a sudden it's seventh period and I haven't eaten since six in the morning, and it's two in the afternoon, it's one in the afternoon, you're gonna, you're gonna fade. You're gonna, you you know, you're gonna founder. So, planning your meals, uh, wearing good shoes, um, taking a minute to catch your breath, do some breathing exercises. Are all recommendations that I, I give for new principals to take care of yourself, because, as I mentioned in our pre-show meeting, you can't take care of others unless you take care of yourself first.
2: So let's shift uh, from the perspective of new principals to expect to the perspective of our experienced principals. You know, what tips or tricks in there do you think they would connect most with?
3: And Lynn, again, another another good question because people said, "Is this only for new principals?" you know, and it's not, I, I've been doing this 14 years, uh, as an assistant principal and principal. And sometimes when you've been doing something a long time, it might get away from you, right? The things that you used to do when you were climbing up the ladder, when you were a hungry, young administrator, maybe you're not getting to work so early in the morning anymore, or maybe you're not doing those little things. Like, uh, I, I talk about leaving personal notes for people, right? If someone has a baby, if someone, um, gets a promotion, if someone uh, gets married, are you writing that person a personal note and and sticking it in their mailbox? Um, So that's one thing is getting back to all of the little things that maybe you used to do when you started out, nominating people for awards, right? You get so busy, you're, you're working on big projects, you know, you're creating the profile of a graduate in a big district wide thing as you did in your district. Maybe you forget to nominate that clerical or nominate that custodian for an award uh, that's a local community award. And maybe you're just too busy, right? You can't be too busy to do those things because those are the things that are really important. And it goes back to, again, building relationships. If you acknowledge a custodian's work and and recognize that person, do you think that person, that male or female, is going to do a better job at your school and clean better and and make the school look better because they care about you? Absolutely. Um, And the last thing I would say for experienced principals is there's so many things that are coming our way now uh, in schools in terms of crisis situations, right? Um, Suicides, uh, student deaths, um, you know, school safety, right? Uh, We had a situation in my school a couple years ago where we found bullets on the campus. Right. And and what do you do with that? So managing those crisis situations uh, is a very important thing. And if you haven't had it, if you've been an experienced principal and it hasn't happened to you, you'll learn once it does about the things that you need to make sure that you're doing in a crisis situation. Being the face of your school, being the voice of reason. Uh, being the person that people can turn to and look to for advice and comfort uh, in those crisis situations. So I go through a number of those uh, in the book. And uh, um, sometimes, again, if you've been doing it a while, you you get away from those things. So uh, reading this book can certainly help you, remind you of those things.
1: So one of the things we talk about a lot around here is that regardless of formal title, everyone is a leader, and everyone has the potential to demonstrate some leadership. So, what are your thoughts on how these ideas transfer to other leadership positions? You mentioned, you know, the the administrative assistant, the the custodian, and how about more importantly, most importantly, teacher leaders too? How do we build them up, and how can some of your ideas help us do that?
3: Randy, I actually changed the name of the book uh, after I had released it for about eight months. People said, Andrew you know, this isn't just for principals. This is really for anybody in a leadership role or anybody aspiring, uh, to display leadership or show leadership. And, uh, I actually changed, uh, used to say 125 points of wisdom, practical tips and relatable stories for all principals. And I changed the word for all leaders because again, if we go back to the opening thing about building relationships, um, it's, it's so much about that and all of the things you could do in the book about building those relationships, uh, they transfer over to whatever the role is. You know, Some of the things that we're, we're doing uh, in the book or we're talking about in the book and we're doing in our district, right? it's people working together to accomplish a goal. So what can you do as a leader to bring those people together? Um, following up with people, right? You say, hey, I'm going to check on fixing that smart board in your room. If if you just let it go and you forget about that, what is that teacher going to think about your investment in them? They're going to think, ah, he just blew me off, right? So you got to follow up with people. Looking and acting the part, right? I, I refereed college basketball and my supervisors told me years ago, half the battle is when you walk on the court and look the part. If your shirt is sloppy looking. If you, if your shoes aren't shined, if you're not standing upright, they're going to look at you and say, this guy can't referee. I think it's very important to look the part of, of a principal and that, that could look like a number of different things, but showing confidence and, and uh, you know, positive energy. I think all of those things transfer to leaders uh, when you walk in a, in a store, right. Um, I was in Panera Bread. I'm a big fan of Panera Bread. When I walked in yesterday, I was traveling. They greeted me with a bright smile. They thanked me when I left. The place looked very clean. And obviously, the food is always good. I'm a, a fan of them. <laughs> but it's all of those things, right? So what's going to make me want to go back to Panera Bread? All of those things of the way I was treated in that, uh, in that setting. Um, mm-hmm. So those are things that I think transfer not only into schools, but for leaders, regardless of the company or position you're in.
2: Well, thanks for sharing some of those ideas. Um, at this point, we have a couple of lightning round questions for you before we ask you what you're working on next.
3: I love um, the lightning round. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, we've actually been enjoying them because it gives us it gives our listeners and us a few more yeah. resources to. To follow um, and check out after the show. So
3: my li- my life is like a lightning round.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so who's one expert our listeners should connect with to learn more about um, the principalship or principal leadership or leadership in general um, as you focus this also on building capacity in in all of your um, staff members.
3: Yeah. And that's again, a great question, Lynn, uh, before I wrote the book, I was not on social media. I didn't want to get involved with Facebook and those kinds of things, but since writing the book, I learned the importance of social media and how you can use it as a, as a resource, as a school leader. So I'm a big fan of Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, and I've connected with, uh, Jay Billy, uh, Jay wrote a book, uh, this past year called culture matters. Jay is a principal in New Jersey and, um, uh, he is very big on Twitter, posts a lot of stuff. I actually had Jay on my show, uh, Education, Leadership, and Beyond, uh, and it's great. He's part of the Dave Burgess group, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, does Teach Like a Pirate, and uh, he is one of those uh, newer books that just came out. But Jay Billy is a great resource on there. I've gotten involved with Disrupt Ed TV also, and they have a number of programs on there that are doing great things in schools and, and post a lot of stuff online. Um and George Kuros, right? George Kuros wrote The Innovator's Mindset. Um, I think he is someone that uh, does a great job motivating leaders. And, and all of their stuff is online, all of their stuff is on Twitter, and it's all free and there for the, for the using and the taking.
2: All right, great. We found that lead with um, Culture by uh, What Really Matters in Our Schools by Jay Billy. And we will also link um, Innovator's Mindset. And, uh, you had one more,
3: um, disrupt ed TV, uh, is, is, um, they're on Twitter and they they post a lot of programs, a lot of short, uh, little things that you can watch to help you become a better leader.
2: Great. So if we were recommending one book to our listeners beyond, um, the book that we've talked about here today, what book would it be?
3: Yes, yeah, certainly Jay's uh, Jay's book, uh, Leading with Culture, Culture Matters. And uh, uh, a good friend of mine also wrote a book called Leading Narratives. One of the things I talk about in my book is is becoming a, a good storyteller, right? As leaders, we have to speak a lot. And what better way to, to transmit a message than telling a story? So Leading Narratives by Dan Spanauer has a, a tremendous amount of stories. There's over 100 stories uh, some of them are a little off color, so I wouldn't use them in schools, um, but just just terrific stories, right? And so I, I like to read them, and I use a lot of them when I talk because people like to hear the stories. So those would be two books uh, that I recommend. And in addition to a book, uh, Dan also does this coaching and leadership journal. Um, he runs the leadership publishing team out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and this is a monthly journal that comes. It's a hard paper document um, and, it, and it's great. There's stories, there's resources in there. And again, as a leader, you want to use these things when it's your turn to speak and when it's your turn to shine so people can relate to what you're talking about. So those are just some resources uh, that I like to use.
2: Okay, great. And one more question if you have an additional person to share here, uh, what other online site or resource or person do you learn from regularly?
3: You know, Lynn, I, I, a lot of people, I like to connect the dots. Uh, I like to, um, you know, make connections with people and uh, a lot of Maratha, right? So uh, <laughs> I, I uh, again, I mentioned Dr. Rob Gilbert. Um, when we opened the show and he's the one who pushed me and motivated me to write the book. He has been doing success hotline every day since 1992. That's over 10,170 messages. Uh, That phone number is 973-743-4690. And it's called success hotline. And it's a daily three minute message that doc leaves and it's just tremendous they're just tremendous motivational things um uh you know things for your, your mental capacity to have a, a strong mindset a growth mindset um, but he also records them now on a podcast so it's called success hotline it's a tremendous resource but i would recommend calling when we get off the line today the both of you should call and hear doc's message because it's great uh he does a great job and it's very motivational uh, another person online I've connected with is the the leadership freak, Dan mm-hmm. Rockwell. Dan lives out in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I see Doc shaking his head. Uh, Dan Rockwell's stuff is great. And again, he's not a, a school leader, but Dan is a leader and, uh, again, helps us school leaders be better, be stronger, uh, and be able more uh, prepared to handle all of the things that are coming our way. So those resources are, are, are great for me, and I like to share them out.
2: All right. Thank you. We will get all of those into our show notes as I frantically try to find them here.
1: <laughs> and uh, and a lot of good resources there from Andrew. So to wrap up our conversation today, Andrew, what's next for you? And what are you working on that you'd like to share with our audience?
3: You know, Randy, one of the things my wife, being someone with, with ADD, I'm, I'm always moving ahead, right? Three or four steps ahead. And one of the things I've focused on is, is trying to be good at the things I'm doing that are right in front of me, being present in the time, So, but I am also peeking with eyes ahead. So I've actually uh, working on my second book called The Parent Surviving and Thriving. And I was able to get some time here this weekend to to work on that. Um, So that is a, a project that I'm looking forward to. And then getting out to the colleges, right, getting to the colleges that have leadership programs. Um, to get my book in there as a resource, uh, to be able to present, uh, but to share the message of of things that I've learned about becoming a better leader. Uh, and the last thing is just continuing to grow uh, my podcast and and uh, having guests on. You know, you guys do a tremendous podcast and you learn from your guests. So it's really like personal, you know, self-development when you get to have your own podcast, cause you're learning from these great uh, guests that you have on. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm enjoying uh, doing and uh, just continuing to learn and grow uh, from those experiences.
1: It is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Enjoy that.
2: So thank you so much for joining us today, Andrew. And um, for our listeners to learn more about Andrew's work, you can check out uh, www.andrewmarada.com. We'll link it in the show notes, a link there for his book and podcast, his social media connection, and all of the great resources he shared on the podcast today. Thank you, Andrew.
3: No, thank you, guys. You do a tremendous job. Uh, your, your guests, your questions are, are spot on. Uh, and you keep it moving. i really uh, I really do enjoy your podcast, and uh, we'll be tuning in regularly.
1: All right, thank you. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question, what lessons have you learned which could be added to a handbook for your leaders? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today by Andrew, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for season five, episode 18. That's all for now. We'll be back soon with another conversation featuring another innovative thought leader. Thanks again, Andrew.
2: Thanks, Andrew. Bye-bye.
3: Thank you. Bye-bye, guys.